Alrighty, welcome to Outrageously Unnecessary, the chronically late podcast. <laughs> we are here to talk to you all about uh, the ridiculous things that wealthy people have bought or done through the ages, because as long as people have had money, they have been spending them on stupid, stupid things. Um, I'm your host, Haley, and over there is my co-host, Steven. What's up, gutted gang? Hello. Yes, as Haley said, we're chronically late, but also... Weirdly, it's on brand for us. So I, at this point, it is our brand to be late. So if anyone expects anything otherwise, actually, no, we got the world's sweetest message from one of our listeners, uh, oh. Nathan, on <laughs> on Instagram, and he's just like, "Hey, I really hope you're doing well," and also selfishly wondering when the next episode is. And I'm like, "It is not selfish to wonder <laughs> why we no, haven't released not for even two all. months." Nathan, you're and, so sweet. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love that somebody is excited to actually uh, listen to what we have to say. So, yay. But yay. Um, mild explanation of why we are late. Uh, September, I was busy getting married and Stephen was there in my party. Woo! Woo! I'll post those pictures for we have a cute selfie together, but I haven't received the nice photos that we have yet where we look good as hell. God, good as so, hell. With so handsome. Um, but, uh, once I get those pictures, I'll post those for you guys because we look snazzy. Uh, so anyways, that was uh, the end of September. I was kind of a little bit preoccupied to record. Um, and then we were like, yeah, we're totally, I literally have a text out to Steven before the 15th that says we need to make sure that we release before next, like, I know that we need to, I know. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we're totally going to do it. We're totally going to do it. <laughs> And then and we didn't we talk to each other until uh, yesterday. So. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, uh, yeah. And then, and then on like on my side. So Haley, I don't know if I've updated you, but so like my boss, he left like within like the last two weeks. He oh, in the last two weeks, because I remember there were you told me at the wedding that there were whisperings of this. Oh yeah, yeah. He just straight up was like, "All right, I'm leaving like today. Like this was like two weeks ago, Friday. He's like, I'm leaving. Bye. See you later." We're like, "Okay, oh, okay. bye, like, deuces." Cool. So, uh, so naturally, uh, I have not been appointed to that role. I have been asked to interview for the role, which I have interviewed. But I am the last two weeks. I am doing all of his responsibilities and his job without either a being paid for it or actually b actually have been assigned to the role. But I, I've still been asked to do his responsibilities because no. over the last couple of years, I've. I've been doing his responsibilities whenever he's out of the office or whenever he's sick. So like they already know that I can do it. So they're like, oh, you can just go ahead and do these, you know, until we figure something out. And I, and I told them, Haley, you used to be so proud, proud of me. I said over myself, I said, I will do these in the interim. I said, but if you do not find somebody, I said, I cannot continue doing these responsibilities and not getting paid to do these responsibilities. Yes, I'm so that. proud of you. you. So proud That's of such me. a I am so proud <laughs> I of you. Yes, know your worth. <laughs> yes, I'm so proud of you. That's <sighs> so good. Yeah, you laid down the law. You're like, listen, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm <laughs> speaking of that situation, I personally, um my boss is out, uh my boss is out on medical leave. And uh, so when that that ball was dropped and it was literally the day before I left for my vacation for a wedding, uh, they were like, OK, well, you're going to be taking over project manager position. And I was like, <clears throat> so I when they were like, do you have any other like questions or things that you want to discuss? And it was just like my my boss that owns the company and the HR lady. And I uh, am a very awkward human being, so I just kind of blundered out and was like, "Well, would you consider? Um, would you consider uh, uh, giving me a raise based on the fact that I would be a project manager now?" And um, yeah, no, they uh, they I got it, uh, but my hey. boss, I did, but my boss was like, "I did not like the way that you asked for that," and it was like. Sorry. And he goes, uh. we had a lot on our plates. And like the fact that you just like blurted that out, you should have come to me privately. I'm like, it's just you and the HR lady. She already handles my paycheck. Like, <laughs> it was just kind That's of like, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I got I got reprimanded and I had to do the like I am so sorry that it came. I just you know it was the day before my wedding and I had to make sure that it was you know out there in the universe because when else was I gonna have the time? Um, but, right. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> hey, fingers crossed that you get that position, bud. So 
And if Absolutely. not, like fingers said, crossed that they take all that off of your plate. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, so that's a bit of a life day, uh, update 100%. for everybody. Yeah, so I uh, hope you can forgive us for always being late. But um, yeah, I'll post a thing and like, I will post this today. Today is October 22nd. We are getting very close to spooky season. Tonight, I am going on a ghost tour in old Sacramento and I'm very ecstatic for that. Um, it's going to be so cheesy. I'm so oh, that's excited. Amazing. I am so Hell ready. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm forcing all of my friends to dress up. <laughs> but I love Halloween. I absolutely love <laughs> We have, we have, we have a, we, we have, have a sleepy party tonight that we're, we're dressing up for that we're getting you rid of our kids. Oh, we, have, we have an adult pictures. sleepy party tonight. Oh my gosh. What are you dressing as? Yes. Uh, what are you dressing as? Okay. So. So Shelly is uh, first. Let's start with Shelly. Shelly is is going as the crow. Ooh. Uh, which is you know you, you know who the crow is right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I've got the full outfit. I even got some props and stuff. I am going as Michael Myers. Oh my god! Like the mask and everything. The everything like the like like muddy boots like the whole like jumpsuit the mask. Sick. Uh, I, yeah, some makeup stuff. I've even got a night, like, like a you know, a night. You that's better got send me pictures. It. That sounds incredible. Absolutely. Um, oh God, I was I VV Halloween. tempted to to uh, to to also take my fog machine uh, tonight, just just to have mm, like mm-hmm. fog as I. I think as that I walk you should. Everybody needs a little bit of ambiance. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it should be a whole lot of fun. Super spooky oh. party tonight. Yay! <sighs> okay, speaking of Halloween. Um, that is what my topic is about. Uh, not Halloween in general, but I wanted to make it Halloween related because it is my most favorite holiday. Um, okay. And we are in the spooky of seasons. So essentially, uh, let me tell (laughs) I literally, (laughs) here, I need to read you this, this paragraph that I have written. It says, um, my search history is now officially insane. We're in spooky season, my favorite season. I'm trying so hard to find Halloween-related stories to tell, and I'm over here Googling Halloween parties of the rich and famous, getting the five listicles over and over. <laughs> it's, it's, I tried so many combinations, so many weird combinations to be like, Halloween parties of history, most expensive haunted house. Uh, like, And then you just get like, do you want to know the most haunted house with this really tragic backstory? And I'm like, no, I'm looking for no. literally like the most expensive, how much money do I have to like pay to put on the world's craziest haunted house. That's what I'm looking for. That information does not exist. So I am covering a listicle, but this is something that's been on my list for a while. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be talking about one of the Queens of Halloween, uh, born June 1st, 1973 was our very own Heidi Klum. Mm, okay. And do you know who Heidi Klum is? Uh, Heidi Klum? hundred percent. Okay, good. I sorry, your made me go. Oh God, he has no idea. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, backstory on Heidi Klum is that in 1998 she became the first German model uh, to become a Victoria's Secret angel. Uh, most notably, she hosted the show Project Runway. But like, I personally always think of Tim Gunn going like, get it, make it work. Um, wh- regarding Project Runway, but uh, when 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 she retired as uh, a Victoria's Secret angel. Uh, she ended up becoming a very astute businesswoman. I swear to God, if you have the same topic as me, Stephen, what did you do? Oh, what did you? You literally can... just found a thing that says most expensive haunted houses. I can find anything, Haley. What the you, fuck? You, you should know this by now. <laughs> you can't find anything, but I'm just mad because this is a Forbes thing. Like that should have popped up for me and it hardcore didn't. Well, you're welcome. There you go. Just What the there... fuck? God. All right. Anyway. <laughs> say that. You. Say Say that list. Thank you. Um, Yeah, what is it? It's uh, from Forbes is uh, the most expensive haunted houses. That's literally what the article is called. (laughs) Why? (laughs) You're welcome, dear. (laughs) Uh, Every time I Google something, it doesn't go my way. And every time Google something, like Stephen Googles something, he immediately gets everything that he's ever wanted and more. Fine. That's why I'm here to share it's, it because we are 
We are a, a team. team. We're a team. We're a team. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyway. Sorry to distract. Go ahead. Back on top. No, that's total. I appreciate you sending that to me. I well, I saw Forbes pop up, and I was like, please don't tell me you're also covering Heidi. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Yeah, in case anyone doesn't know, we do not talk to each other about what we're covering beforehand. We'll, we'll maybe send each other cryptic messages to be like, hey, have you ever covered a hey. German baron from yeah. the 1700s? And you'll be like, uh, yeah, we no, did the don't thing. think I have. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about all the information we get. Um, anyways, so regarding Heidi Klum, uh, she has the cash monies. Her net worth is $160 million. So oh, certainly nice. nothing to sniff at. Nope. Uh, yeah, apparently, like, according to some articles, she got paid $20 million in 2011 alone. So, like, geez. Um, so one thing that you might not know about Heidi Klum is that she throws a Halloween party every single year and has since the year 2000. So Amazing. I know. Uh, the only years that she has not thrown the party were 2020 and 2021 for like, you know, obvious reasons. <laughs> Is her house called the Tomb of Plume? God, it should be. Oh my God. If she doesn't, she is missing out. She is huge, missing an opportunity. Huge, yep, huge wasted opportunity. Oh, anyways. So celebrities come from all over to attend her Halloween party. Uh, just a quick Google told me that a ticket for this year's bash was going for over $3,000. Uh, so you have to pay $3,000 to attend Heidi Klum's party. I mean, $3,000? That's not, like, astronomical. It's a lot. But, like, that's it's not a lot. Like... It's not something... It's something that I feasibly could afford if I, like, saved up being, like, one day my life dream is to go, is to, to, go to Heidi Klum's. Yeah. 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 I'm going to a Heidi Klum party. And that's when I would contact literally every single one of my cosplayer friends being, like, I cannot show up as an embarrassment. You have to help me. You have to help me. Yes. But, I mean, $3,000 is still, like, that's a chunk of change. For celebrities, I'm sure they're just like, eh, here you go. But, you know, I hope that she uses that money to, like, pay her whatever, like, staff is there. I'm sure she does. Um, Anyways, but I don't really care about the celebrities who attend her parties. Um, I care about Heidi's costumes. Because as a model, people might expect her to be wearing, like, scantily clad thing, like, be dripping in jewels. No. She she hires Hollywood prosthetic experts to help make her masks and costumes. And, like, so many cosplayer friends, which is absolutely kill for her resources. She goes all out. And so, like, uh, you can find... Uh, you can find listicles of uh, the the past 20 years of costumes, and you'll see, like, roughly the first 10 years or so. Like, they are really good costumes, um, but they're not outrageous. And then it's really in, like, 2011-ish that she, like, starts hiring uh, all these crazy, like, Hollywood costumers and uh, uh, prosthetics experts and makeup artists and stuff to help her out. And, like, these get absolutely buck wild okay anyways uh in an interview with the hollywood hollywood reporter uh klum talked about how her first party in the year 2000 had a great turnout quote for it being my first party the turnout was great way better than i expected prince andrew was there she recalls his justification for not wearing a costume was i'm not prince andrew i came dressed as prince andrew and then we just kind of let him in. It was funny. And then we just and kind of go- let him in. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like, in retrospect, knowing what we know about Prince Andrew, he's a total schmuck and nasty hoe. She yeah. should have just kicked him out the door. He's uh, a tool. <laughs> he's no, he's he's a disgusting pedophile. Get him out of here. But and also like, I don't like the whole I'm too cool to wear costumes situation. I'm like, you are. It is a costume party. You are showing up to a costume party. Yep. You wear a costume. Yep. Um, it's a fucking Prince Andrew. Uh, but apparently after this first party, she implemented a no costume, no entry rule, which I am so all for. Absolutely. <laughs> so all for this. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to go through uh, my top favorites of her past 20 years of costumes. Um, 
I don't have a monetary number associated with most of these costumes. Uh, one of them I do, and it is a very large number. Uh, but I can at least, like, I'm going to show you pictures of how extravagant these are. Um, I'm also going to say she does have a penchant for aliens. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Gilded Gang, if you guys want to see the pictures that I'm talking about, uh, I'm going to be posting them on our Instagram. Uh, but also... Uh, you can literally just Google Heidi Klum Halloween and any listicle will pop up and and uh, get you going. But uh, I think that the one from Cosmopolitan, which is like 55 Heidi Klum costumes or something that, yeah, but, and they're, God, they're so good. Anyways, let's talk about starting off strong in 2001. Uh, Heidi Klum dressed as Lady Godiva. She was not naked. Uh, instead, she was wearing a skin-tight and bedazzled bodysuit. Uh, but, so, like, not that accurate of a costume, but, you know. Uh, and my favorite thing is that she rented a horse for accuracy. <laughs> she showed up on a horse. Uh, so she's in a skin-tight bodysuit riding a horse into, into, her, uh, into her party. <laughs> It's just absolutely buck wild. And she has the really long wig that goes all the way down to her feet. Because that's the, you know, the story of Lady Godiva is that only her hair was long enough to kind of like cover her parts as she rode naked through the countryside or whatever. Um, in 2003, uh, she just, it's not real, it's not based off of anything. She just decided to be a gold alien and she literally is completely spray-painted head-to-toe in gold. Her entire costume is gold. Uh, and hold on, I have to show you the picture. Her teeth, she got grills put on her teeth. Uh, <laughs> so that way she had gold teeth. She looks absolutely insane. Oh, gosh. Yeah. she's. Uh, explain what you're seeing. It looks like she has a centipede on her head, but I'm pretty sure it's like a breathing tube or something i don't know it's pretty crazy yeah that looks like a breathing tube of some sort um but yeah it it looks like honestly something out of like a, like a, a a b like like a, a b minus sci-fi flick like, yes absolutely like this is hardcore something that you would find uh just on uh the sci-fi channel yeah that or um or mystic an old doctor who episode maybe yeah yeah uh-huh Mr. Science yep. Theater. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. Yep. I, I can just see. I can see the guy. I can just see the, the them reviewing this and like having really fun comments. Yeah. No. Okay. So next one. Let's talk about uh, 2008. She um, was the Hindu goddess Kali, which if you can't remember, it's Kali the uh, blue goddess with uh, six arms, eight arms. Yep. Um, and they're they're the warrior goddess, so they have like skulls and what it's so cool. But this one, she truly, she truly went all out on this one. She has all eight arms Ooh. and like the headdress and everything. She is painted head to toe bright blue. Like, God, do I respect this one? Oh, she says that she came up with that one because they were in India, like that year, and she just like saw all the temples and was like, this is incredible a whole bunch of hindu leaders were not pleased with it though they were like it's oh, denigrating to have your god be be just like a costume which tracks but also everyone's god is a costume at some point except for i would say well muhammad's a prophet but yeah. you're not allowed to know what he looks like there's no drawings of him so you can't really guess okay so i thought that one was super freaking nifty. that is pretty cool um oh god do I show you the 2010 superhero robot outfit? Yeah, I'm going to show you the 2010 superhero yeah. robot outfit. <laughs> you, you you named it, and it's like, yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, she apparently... God, what did... She had a she had a something somewhere where she was explaining that uh, she saw some people on stilts, and she goes, holy shit, I want to be on stilts. So she made a costume of a purple and red robot so she could be walking on stilts and be super tall and she decided that like oh my robot's gonna be my robot's gonna be a superhero <laughs> with some but with some with some boob cups too i was gonna say she's for some reason got uh boob portholes <laughs> yep mm-hmm but i interesting just, yeah i just appreciate it yeah. um oh, 
God, you can just, like, see how much effort goes goes into these. Um, oh, my God. She did. <laughs> so, you know that she was mar- uh, married to the artist Seal for a good long while, yes, right? Yes, I did know that. Yes. Seal participates in every single one of her costumes oh, as, nice. like, a secondary. And I appreciate that. But uh, they did show up in Planet of the Apes garb. <laughs> And she has fake monkey tits, and it's very confusing. <laughs> oh no! Oh my! I know, it's deeply confusing. Okay, hold on. Let's. Okay, here's a really good one. Sorry, I'm sorry, Gilded Gang, that I'm just going through a listicle, but these are deeply entertaining. I wish I had more information on them for you, but not really. 2013. Uh, she had a makeup artist age her up to what she would look like when she was 95. Oh, no. And she straight up just looks like an old lady with the varicose veins and the cane and the the nice, like, turkey, turkey chin. She looks like a 95-year-old woman. It's absolutely buck wild. Steven, thoughts? <laughs> She's still hot. I don't understand. <laughs> You're like, I see that 95-year-old woman. Still would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she said, um, they, uh, yeah, quote, when I was the 95-year-old version of myself, I spent a lot of time getting the details right, down to the varicose veins and the eye lenses to make it look like I had cataracts. Uh, mm. No one recognized me. I almost had to tell everyone to let me into my own party. <laughs> that's oh, my God. Amazing. That's amazing. Oh my god, she specifically had a rocking uh, rocking chair and a cane put into the party so that way she, as a 95-year-old woman, could just, like, chill out there. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so funny. Okay. Um, uh, 2015, she was Jessica Rabbit. And, like, she went with the cartoon version of Jessica Rabbit. So she had... Oh she spent 10 hours in makeup having prosthetics and um (laughs) uh prosthetics and makeup done and she straight up looks like a cartoon like it is it's insane um but my favorite thing is knowing that apparently her chest and her butt was too big to fit into her car Mm -hmm. because they had to put you know big big chest big butt Mm -hmm. yep 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 i mean she just looks like jessica rabbit so this one i don't know it's not interesting as far as a costume goes but it's also deeply impressive because like you know that she spent a shitload of money on on people like 10 hours 10 hours in the makeup chair for that okay this one is good uh 2016 she spent 10 million dollars 10 million dollars on hiring five other women to become heidi clones Oh no. So she technically did not have a costume for her party, but five other women following her around did. They were her. So they were all wearing the exact same outfit. She had had a cast taken off her face so a silicone um, mask could be made for all of them. And then uh, two hours each was the time that it took for them to get their prosthetic like face put on. Um, yeah, it says... The models in Heidi's clone army wore a mask of Heidi's face along with a dermaflash silicone uh, along with dermaflash silicone to fill any gaps in the mask and prosthetics. The process took about 2 hours per person. And that's oh only the the mask and prosthetics. Then they still had to go to like hair and makeup and everything. And so some people gave her flack for this one cuz they were like she's not wearing anything. And I was like, "Bitch, she just spent 10 million dollars million dollars to have clones of herself and my favorite thing is that literally none of the clones can have an expression on their face right besides the one from the mask so you can tell which one is heidi because heidi's face moves yeah but still it's deeply impressive absolutely buck wild uh 2017 she went as the thriller werewolf I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit all of these on Instagram, but like literally just the huge mask and the big, like she has the, the prosthetic hand fingy claws, like big, oh my God, so cool. 
And then, um, okay, let's do, let's do my favorite. 2018, uh, <laughs> 2018, at this point she has divorced, uh, Seal and is now married to a guy named Tom Cowlitz? I don't know who he is. They both decided to go as Shrek and Fiona. Full prosthetics, like... Oh, wow, that's really good. Can you explain it to me? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely Shrek and Fiona, 100%. Like, they they have the prosthetic ears, the wigs, the the whole, their faces are completely transformed. It's not just that they painted themselves green, it's I literally know. that they matched no. the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this oh. is better than what the Broadway play did. Oh, well, anything's better than a Broadway play. <laughs> well, I really like it, so I can't... Oh. that's for another day um and then the last year that we have apparently this year is also going to be really good she's teasing something but um the last year that we have she decided to be um an alien and i'm really confused about she has tubes coming out of her tits and i'm like are you harvesting something i don't know what's going on but tom decided to uh be uh like a bloody astronaut who's gone through a lot of shit and now he's holding hands with the alien, and I think that that's really nice. But this is, like, that is, that's more than just something you would find on the sci-fi channel. It's. Yeah, that's, like, almost. Um, it's ridiculous. I can't even explain it. It's all flesh that's like, hell, like That's, like, Hellraiser stuff. Yes, this is Hellraiser shit. So, I don't even know. She's just this, this, <laughs> I like this quote. Uh, Tom Cowell has explained the backstory of a space explorer costume to people. I was in space looking for a new planet for humans to live on, right? Because we had already discarded ours. I was out there touring the universe, and so I found her. I found this creature and was like, wow, she looks good, so I brought her home. <laughs> so I brought her home. So I brought her home. I love this creature with the big old mommy milkers and the the tubes attached to her nipples. Mm. Mommy but milkers. she, her, her brain is exposed. Her brain is exposed. Her intestines are exposed. I personally am into that sort of shit. Mm, you come at home with me. <laughs> you come at home with me. <laughs> you just come at home with me. But yep. yeah, so that's all that I have. And Amazing. I, yeah, no, I just, I wish to be Heidi Klum one day because this is how a person should celebrate Halloween. And I appreciate that she has a no costume, no entry rule. And essentially she was like, the entire goal was to have the people, like if she goes all out, she hopes that that spurs everyone who attends her party to also go all out. So everyone is just right. as extravagant, ridiculous and going for it as possible. Mm. And I freaking love that. I think that's absolutely. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Really cool topic. Thank you. So that is one that I've I've been thinking about. I, I think I've Googled it the past three in a row, and I just was like, I don't know if I have enough information to actually make this a topic. And this time I decided that I'm just literally going to talk about the pictures on the internet. So here we are. That's what we do. That's what we do some days. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> you got a chump change? I don't. I also don't have a chump change. Sorry, everybody. Uh, it's a it's a struggle. We're all out of change. We're all out of change. It's the sad like, <laughs> like <laughs> when you open you open your wallet and a fly comes yeah. out. No more change. Yeah, we'll have a chump. No we'll have two chump changes for you next time. I'm not That's promising right. that. We'll have a chump change for you next time. Yeah. All right, Stephen, yeah. tell me about your topic, my friend. <laughs> well. Uh, so today, I also have a listicle. How about that? <laughs> yeah, this is all we're good for. This is all the energy we have. Oh, man. Um, no, it's just, uh, so I, I was thinking the other day, you know, because we've, we've done a couple, you know, like, listicles in the past of, like, things that both the people have spent their money on and, you know, some of it's bonkers and out there. And I'm like, there's got to be, like, another good list like that. You know, it, I feel like it's time. I feel like it's due. You know, to have mm -hmm. another, like, you know, listicle like that. So, we're just having a nice, um, chill recording session. This is one where we didn't start. Absolutely. We're, we are late enough as it is. We just need to get something out the door. <laughs> 100%. And then uh, all of our Gilligan listeners are just shaking their head like, hmm. They're like, guys, Typical. you had two months to not do Typical. anything. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing with yourselves? Mm -hmm. All right, Gilda gang. Well, you just sit down and buckle up. All right. So. <laughs> 
Haley, uh, I found a really cool list. Uh, a couple of things I feel like might have already been discussed, and if they have, sorry, sue me. Um, but there are some really fun ones on here that I know hasn't been brought up that I was just like, really? That's something that's available to somebody who has more money than me. Amazing. Oh, I love um, learning those things. You're like, oh, these people are living a completely different existence than me. <laughs> Okay, you cut out for a second there. What's going on with your listicle? All right, so fun stuff. All right, so first up here is I I do not okay. I have not experienced this in some time since I was a kid, and I remember it being intensely traumatic as a kid. Um, but knowing that this is a potential option out there to potentially, if I had the money to not go through this experience again, hey. It might be. Um, I remember my first pet, and it was a small black cat. And I love I love kitters first and foremost. And I remember um, I had this cat for about two weeks, I think. And oh no, tragedy's about to strike. One hundred percent. Oh and, no. Um, I what did I name it? I think I named it. Midnight, if I remember correctly. That's that's a that's a typical black cat name, yeah. Um, and I remember uh, I was like second or third grade. My elementary school was like down the street from our house, kind of around the corner, super super convenient. And I had to get two weeks, and I remember coming home one day, and I saw like this animal in the street. Well, I didn't think you know I've seen animals in the street all the time. I didn't think anything about it. Well, as I was you know walking home, literally like. It was literally maybe a block, block and a half from elementary school to house. Mm -hmm. So I lived in a similar situation. Yes. And, you know, making my way up to the front of the house and I see that this animal has black fur. And so what do I do as a six year old kid? I go running after it. You want to touch it? it. And I want to touch it. And I see that it's midnight. And oh no, did had, she run away? And and uh, she had been hit by a car. No, the tragedy. And I remember just crying. <laughs> so I mean, like, obviously, I'm I I'm ready was, to cry right now. That was one of the first like I that was one of the first like rememberable. <laughs> that's a word. Rememberable like big cries that I've had in life. That was one of the first like actually mentally recorded ones that I remember having. Um, well, Stephen, is, is this story gonna get like better? It gets better. So it gets far, better. this is deeply depressing. It gets better. It gets better. Um, well, today, if you have somewhere between thirty-five and eighty-five thousand dollars, just chump change, uh, laying around, um, uh, a very uh-huh. expensive car. Yeah. Yeah, a very expensive car. If you have a very expensive car laying around that you don't want to use that you can sell, then you can reach out to Viagen. Viagen Pets and Equine allows you to have an everlasting love by cloning your pet. What? Like Dolly the Sheep? Like Dolly the Sheep. So Viagen can't bring your actual pet back to life, but the clone will be genetically identical to your pet that is either deceased or on the verge of de- de- being Is that deceased. a requirement? They're like, hey, you have to have a dot. You can't just have two of these bad boys running around. <laughs> uh, it's more of a, like, if your pet has a condition where you know it's going to die, mm. then you have the, the, you have its, you know, you take it in, you have its genetic material um, assessed, sampled, tested. Um, oh my God, there's like I could layers have, and layers of testing. I, I could have an army of strudels you could have strudel for days i could Years have strudel even. i could have strudel till the end of my life absolutely you could if if, if you if, if every you had, decade i had thirty five thousand to eighty five thousand yeah. dollars uh a dog is actually fifty thousand okay so every decade and a cat is thirty five thousand fifty thousand dollars a cat's 35. A cat is less than a dog. What? Well, they are significantly smaller animals. That, that's true. That's true. Oh, and, and if you ever get a horse and he wants to clone the horse, the horse is $80,000. That's where that comes from. Okay. I yeah. do know a couple of people who would be willing to, to clone a horse. Not going to yeah. lie. So any Hoosier, if 
you so choose Gilded Gang and you have the money to one day blow, I'm looking at you, Sneedsberry, because we all know that you're rich. Okay? Because you <laughs> They're have They're rolling to... in shrimp festival money. We we know. Um, so if you ever have, like I said, a car that you just want to burn and uh, sell and, that, and get rid of, not burn, actual little burn, but- I was like, going to say, you can't just cash. burn that actual car. The value will plummet. <laughs> Hundred um, percent. But yeah, if you have if you ever have the money to spend and you have a pet that means a lot to you that you know is going to eventually at some point croak, then um, consider Biogen. So uh, does, this... do these people have a pet that's not going to eventually croak? Who has the immortal pet? Granted, uh, if you have a parrot, uh, they actually live for fifty plus years. Yes, yes. Unless a, you know weird fluke happens, yes, parrots live for uh, an, an insane amount of time. That's why they um, end up becoming part of divorce agreements. That also true. <laughs> You're um, like, Haley, why do you know this? Because I've heard <laughs> stories. I've heard stories. Because I'm chronically right. on the internet. We got to work through the list. We got to work. Okay, okay, work okay. Down. All right. So, pet clone, save save your broken heart. I was going to say, um, so far, that that one's at the top. I mean, your story was absolutely tragic, made me very sad. Uh, I'm wondering if we need to put, like, a warning, be like, caution, pet death at the front. But, uh, no, I think that that's actually yeah. a pretty damn good use of money. I wonder if it would have the same personality as your mm. as your original. It, it, that goes, okay, all right, so right, real, real, real brief, brief insert. I think that goes back to is personality learned behavior or is personality already set behavior based off pre-existing genetic material? I think and it's I, both. I think it's both. <sighs> there are some things that that some you might be genetically predisposed to. I mean, like personality is not like depression and stuff, but you might have like aspects of your mental health or whatever that are influences that are yeah. based on genetic things. But then everything else is essentially learned based on your upbringing. So like you have those formative experiences. So, so I would say in this case, um, the pet would exhibit certain behaviors that your previous pet would have exhibited based off those, those pre-existing genetic markers. But I think ultimately as it developed a relationship with it, it would develop diff some similar and some different traits. Um, as, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I, I think all semi-intelligent creatures have the ability to receive similar conditions within an environment and react differently to them, based on different I love, perceptions. I love when we get very super philosophical, deep. super and philosophical, like and super deep, deep. On, our, on our silly little rich people <laughs> I know. show. I know. <laughs> I know. Sorry, this Gilded is Gang. the content the Gilded Gang is here for. We can I hit know. the highs and the lows. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. They're like, all right, fine. I can break out my wine. Now they're getting to the good stuff. Uh, okay, so moving on from pet cloning. Um, so, uh, in the same vein of having the money to spend to make something last, there is a company. It's it's fell through for a little while, but it's now. Like there's like rumors that it's coming back up, but a company, a startup called Ambrosia. Ambrosia. And the gods. Yes, that's what it was named after. In such that, in 2016, it was a it was a startup that um, promoted uh, plasma, plasma, plasmapheresis like injections that contained platelets and. And blood and blood plasma of young people, young donors. The guise was that these injections would promote health, uh, healthy cellular regeneration, uh, skin regrowth, um, basically almost kind of like a fountain of youth, but not really. They didn't. I was just like gonna say, but the phrase that came to mind was, "So this is some fountain of youth bullshit." Uh, very much so, but does they, it work? <sighs> There are some studies that show yeah. that some people exhibited, you know, more youth-like symptoms and like de-aging, de-wrinkling and all that stuff. And there's other studies that show it was a bunch of bullshit. So it's really, um, overall, patients say that it is subjective, <laughs> which I feel like most treatments are subjective in a lot of ways. But mm -hmm. anywho, for one liter of this, it'll cost you a measly $8,000. For, for a liter? For, for, for a like one-time, one-liter treatment. For a bottle of soda pop. 
for a bottle of soda pop, $8,000. Oh my god. For a two liter, a bigger bottle of soda pop, that'll cost you a measly $12,000 per oh treat. Oh my god. Wait, so like they're putting a liter into you every single time? Or is it that you're allowed every to put treatment. it in your fridge it and you just kind of like take a shot of it as you need? Nope, nope. It is it is a liter infusion treatment. So it's that like, feels it's like, like a lot taking... of liquid to be going into your body. But they're not putting all the like, they're they're taking other they're, they're taking other liquid out. It's it's a it's a transfusion. Oh, it's a transfusion. Oh. Yep, yep. It's a, it's 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 essentially it's the same type of procedure as plasma. That know, feels. Where, where they take your blood out. They separate the 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 plasma and they put your blood back in. Similar situation, but they're taking your stuff out and they're putting something else back in. That feels God. That feels weird and dangerous. That feels. Doesn't it? Mm, I don't like that. So, Haley, would you like to read this little uh, synopsis about oh, God. Um, oh, no. the Ambrosia and the yes. Promise of Young Blood? Okay, Ambrosia and the Promise of Young Blood, October 8th, 2021, by Isabel Hall. In 2016, Ambrosia was founded by Jesse Karamzin. The startup sought to provide transfusions of blood plasma from people aged 16 to 25 to patients over 35 at a cost of $8,000 per liter. Uh, Karmazin claimed that the transfusions had led to positive changes in his clients, appearing to reduce the burden of certain issues associated with aging. However... Carmazin's work drew criticism at the time due to absence of control and placebo groups, uh, and the company suspended operations in 2019 following a warning by the FDA against transfusions of young plasma due to the lack of evidence showing clinical benefit. Ambrosia has since reopened. They should have stayed closed. They do not have. <laughs> yes. They don't have any scientific backup. They're just like, no. hey, you're over 35. You're dying, decrepit old fuck. Come here. Yeah, come here and let us put something in your body that you don't know where it's from or what it is. Oh, yeah. That's horrifying. That's I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So uh, I'm gonna let that sit for a second, and we're gonna move forward. Oh. Um, the next up on the list is a fun thing, probably the best thing on this list, because we're, we're, we're going to switch to something happy and positive. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Haley, what do you love about a good library? The smell, the going, the books, so many books everywhere. I just get to go there and just... If it's a good library, like public libraries very rarely have this feeling, but if it's like a private library, a lot of times they're really pretty to look at. I like big comfy chairs. Does that count for anything? It does. So would you, would you consider yourself a bibliophile? Yes. So what if I told you that there was a company that existed where you could assemble your own library by the foot. <gasps> oh no, how much is that foot going to cost me? <laughs> I can afford one foot of library. <laughs> you probably could. You probably could afford one foot. Oh no, um, but nothing more than one foot of library. Books by the foot. A uh, an online company that sells books and bookshelf space by the, in bulk so that you can quickly fill up the shelves in your second home. Specifically, your second, home. Says your second home. If <laughs> this is for your says. first home, get the fuck out. <laughs> get, get out. It literally says so you can quickly fill up the shelves in your second home. I mean, there is achieve... nothing more embarrassing than empty shelves, but to me, that's just the prospect of like, oh, I get to go to the bookstore. <laughs> Absolutely. And it says for you to achieve that classy, erudite look. Oh my god. Because who doesn't want a classy area look <laughs> in that room? Um, so the company offers different styles broken down by color. <gasps> oh, that's been very popular recently, especially on TikTok and Pinterest is organizing all their spines by color. I'm more of a, I go by series and genre and favorites sort of gal. People would probably hate my filing system. Mm. Please Vintage read. Nightfall. This is a category for for the books. Inspired by night skies, assorted blue and black antique books meld together to create a tranquil library. 
This collection is perfect uh, for set decorations, interior decorations, and fans of all things vintage. Uh, these hardbacks are in good condition or better and were published in the late 19th and early 20th, 20th centuries. Uh, you get roughly 10 books per foot. Uh, and look at the age, look at the age of the books. 70 to 150 years old. Wow. So this particular collection, Vintage Nightfall, will run you $85 per foot. On, ooh, that's on, honestly, honestly, that's not bad. Considering that a brand new hardback these days, uh, considering like a, a standard like four hundred page book hardback, that's gonna run you like thirty bucks. So thirty bucks for a hardback, and then I could have a full foot for eighty five. That's not bad. Now upscale and premium literature will, will run you two hundred and fifty per feet. Do I get to choose the books, or are they just sending me things that are pretty? So, uh, I am going to send you right now, I'm going to send you the link to the website so that you can peruse. Mm -hmm. So, again, so you can peruse by genre. You can peruse by um, all that jazz. However, there is a section on the website to where it, it says, want to have a classy, uh, a classy updated section? Of library in your home but want to know what you're getting choose here and you can select works to choose from that's really cool so yeah so gilded gang if you're a accomplished bibliophile or if you're an aspiring bibliophile or if you're somewhere in the middle and you want to have that classy erudite look <laughs> please consider books per feet this oh is my not god! There's also yeah, book. there's the buy the box in bulk one. Yes. So if you don't care what you get, you're just hey, please fill a box with a shitload of books. I think the title of this episode should be a classy erudite, <laughs> a classy erudite episode. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> I'm just calling it right now. All I, right. So I thought this was gonna be like a really obnoxious like that's the world's most pretentious thing i've ever heard honest to god i love this I honestly love like this. this okay out okay out of everything on this list Haley, this is the one thing where i feel like i could i could accomplish this i could, I could have this. like a section like a small section of library in my one day forever home and order books from this and do it by color genre or whatever yes. it, it could happen i mean on, i mean so First of all, you could always just go to a used bookstore or Goodwill or something. And there are so, so many books there for cheap. And, Absolutely. like, they deserve a good home. And so, like, that's that's a one quick, easy way of doing it. But I feel like for the people who are, there genuinely are people who are looking for a certain aesthetic. By golly. Oh, my God. Vintage Enchanted Forest priced 99.99 .99 per foot. Oh, fairly distressed vintage leather. Mm -hmm. Upscale vintage cloth, distressed vintage cloth, religious vintage cloth, vintage blue, highly distressed vintage cloth. <laughs> I love the names of these. Why does this make me happy? Distressed vin vintage children's cloth. Why do I want the children's book? That sounds fabulous. I want all, right. all of them. No. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. No, is there more? I can live here. <laughs> no. We're moving on. I can live here. You can't live here right now. We're moving on. Okay. So next up on our list is the one thing that I feel like is constantly looming over us as Americans. Maybe not as much in other countries, but I know in Americans, like everything is built and like you are there's a lot of institutions that judge you and merit your worth by one word. And it's one word that I know it's haunted me in particular, just because of just life and things. But the word is credit. Mm. Do you have credit? Is your credit good? Is your credit bad? I want you to is know that credit cards didn't exist till the eighties. <laughs> really? Credit scores didn't exist till the nineties. Really? Yeah. That's that's new information for me. That's honestly interesting. I I did not know that. The past 40 thought, years of our entire lives have been based off of an asshole from like the 80s and 90s. Unbelievable. Like like a set of fucking numbers. 
tells me that, oh, you can do this, or no, you can't do this. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, how do you know what I can and can't do? Like, this, this number does not tell a story. It doesn't tell it. Just, it it's a snapshot of, mm, this person is worth about this much, or it, it, it infuriates me. Oh, so, I'm sorry. The original credit card started in 1958, but credit scores, credit scores started, sorry, we're doing quick Googles, in 1989. Got it. Okay. So, so 1989 on. So, ooh, just a couple years after I was born. Yep. We were born. Yep. You were, no, I was born. I mean, I was born in 95. You're a little older than me, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was born in 87. So, 89. Hmm, interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. That'd be a good conversation with my parents. I bet, I bet you have some good stories. <laughs> what was it like, parents? What was, what it, was like it like to before not have the credit scores? <laughs> it was a classy area day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. All right, so the credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most popular credit card companies to have been founded, still exists today, American Express. Mm-hmm. For years, American Express was dogged by false rumors that it offered an ultra-exclusive and classy and erudite black card to the rich and powerful. The rumor was so pervasive... Better than platinum? (laughs) Better than platinum. The rumor was so pervasive and deep and intricate that that the company caved and actually created one. Wow. The Centurion Black Card. No, I hate that. <laughs> in 1988, an article in the Wall Street Journal reported that an exclusive Black American Express membership card that was never advertised had been discontinued a year earlier. The article claimed that during a trial run that lasted almost four years, the card was held by a secret ultra-select group of consumers who numbered fewer than a thousand around the world. Wow. Lee Middleton, a spokesman for American Express, actually confirmed the card's existence to the journal and said that it was given to clients who had a substantial banking relationship with American Express Bank Limited, the New York Bank, the New York parent. The New York Bank. The New York Bank. Parrot of American Express's bank subsidiaries in Switzerland. Switzerland. Services include dispatching limousines or helicopters for clients booking their vacations, and finding medical care in exotic places. Middleton said American Express abandoned the card in 87 because the newly introduced Platinum card offered 95% of the black card's services. That makes that makes sense. God, I haven't even considered that Like you call your bank and you're like, hey, can you find me a hospital? I'm in the middle of India right now. <laughs> right, 100%. Um so in 1999, American Express, looking back on its history, decided to come out with something and decided to make this card an actual placeholder uh, in the wealthy elite uh, members of society. So they introduced the Centurion Black Card. No, in stop 1999. it. <laughs> the Centurion Black You already card. had a Centurion Black Card. You discontinued it in 1987. You don't need to bring that back. <laughs> They brought it back. No! Uh, the, the last recorded payment, though, or the, sorry, excuse me, it's not the last recorded payment, sorry. The last recorded largest known purchase made with the Centurion Black card is a painting by Armadeo Modigliani, which a uh, businessman bought for $170 million in 2015. So he bought that with the credit card. Oh my god! The credit card. So if he bought it for one seventy million, his limit must have been limitless. I no. I, what? I can only imagine. What? That's more than Heidi Klum's net worth. Uh, absolutely. Um, in uh, fun fact, the Centurion Black card has been used as an on-screen prop. In The Qantas of Solace, uh, James Bond, uh, with um, actor's name, who I cannot think of off the top of my head, why I'm blanking on his name, um, James Bond hands a Centurion Black card to a travel agent with a private jet chartering company to pay for a flight to Bolivia. The, payment is, decli- <laughs> the payment is declined by MI6. 
I like that MI6 was like, why the hell did we give you this card? <laughs> why Why would we give you the Centurion Black card? I, um, I hate so this. I hate this. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? This Let me show you what... Me. So, the uh, Centurion Black card <laughs> is made of black titanium. The way that you and, have to say it every time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the classy and erudite way to say it. <laughs> this card isn't just available to anyone. You have to be invited to apply. Ew. <laughs> well, what's known about this card? Well, its fees are as high as most card limits. The, the initiation fee alone is $10,000. While the annual membership costs you five thousand dollars, I'm pretty sure ten thousand dollars is the limit on my current credit card. <laughs> right, same here. Um, oh, uh, it comes in a fancy folder. What the? It does fuck? come. It does. It comes uh, mailed discreetly to you. The Centurion Black Cards portfolio describes the cards' terms and limits inside a very hefty. Um, document uh, which must be signed and returned to American Express. Then your card presented in the card holder to the left of the folder uh, has your name engraved uh, within the black titan titanium. Holy shit. Can you imagine? I know that we like tap things now, but I just really like the idea of trying to like swipe it. <laughs> right, and it's right. just too like, it's too thick, too metallic. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, any any Hoosier, that is the uh, that, that wraps that up for the Centurion Black. I hate it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, moving on, shall we? Okay. Um, another one of this article topic is that there's um, there are various websites out there where you can book celebrities, um, but I feel like with Cameo and other stuff like yeah. that, that, that's that's kind of a eh, it's a, anybody nowadays. If you want to save up a couple hundred bucks, you can you know. Get yeah, a cameo make, from one of your favorite. Yeah, you can make Eric Idle say something rude to you, or like, and you're like, "Oh my God, Eric Idle dissed me." Um. So, the last one that I want to talk about is something that I think is super cool. Okay. Um. Uh, it is a. Uh, it's another mansion. Um. But it's a mansion for nerds. So. <laughs> Which, Sold. So in this particular mansion in Boca Raton, Florida, this mansion boasts a $29.9 million net worth. Because this mansion is fabled after Star Trek and oh Call of Duty. Oh, God. I don't even care about the Star Trek aspect of it. Just you sent me pictures of the game room. I feel yeah, like we so, talked uh, about this one once before, but I genuinely can't remember. I can't. I can't really. This I can't might have remember. been on your crazy cruise, but this game room is very good. I want to go do that air hockey table. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I'll have to go look at my crazy cribs. But um, if it's not on there, I'm surprised it did not make the list. But yeah, that so, really feels like we had a crazy cribs on this because like it feels familiar. I mean, you can go ahead and chat about it. But I mean, it's super cool. I mean, it's uh the, the house is still up for it's up for auction, um, and you can keep the memorabilia inside if you want to spend an extra ten million. That's fun. They're like, we'll throw it in. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw it in for an extra uh, ten million. What if so, what if you don't go for the memorabilia, but then just like the built-in aspects of your house that are just styled to look like Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> That's just <laughs> leftover, and you're like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, well I, I'm pretty sure that. Um, uh, for those uh, particular holders of the Centurion Black card, can definitely buy this house easily. Mm. So yeah, fun fun mansion, twenty nine point five million, uh, extra ten million if you want to keep the Star Trek memorabilia. It's super cool, and that's all I have, folks. I, that's all, folks. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you. What a good listicle. That library one, though, that one made me happy. That one's not nearly as pretentious as I thought it was. Yeah, no, that one is is is, is amazing. Oh, uh, classy like, uh, like, uh, and erudite. Classy and erudite. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, why are you not um, an, an audiobook narrator? I 
that is actually something that I really want to do. You do know I that you really can do, do that, right? Like you can uh, create your own, um, you can create your own thingamaboobers and uh, audition on like Amazon's audiobook thing. They have their own like system, so you can just go click and find people who are looking for. It's a cool system. I'll send it to you. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd love to. Mm-hmm. I've looked into doing it, and then I realized I didn't have any time to actually like record things. Mm, I understand. Yeah, but it is a very nifty system. Anyways, that's off topic. Gilded Gang, thank you so much for dealing with our shit. <laughs> <laughs> As always. And for those of you who are Centurion Black card <laughs> owners, please enjoy uh, your uh, 4% cash back on all select purchases. Oh my, only 4% for a Centurion Black? <laughs> For Centurion Black, it's only for Centurion Black. <laughs> the right. classy and erudite <laughs> of the classy and erudite age. All right, <laughs> goodbye, Gilded Gang. Goodbye. <laughs>